not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. Hey, look! It says we're live doing our podcast again. Mm-hmm. Are you eating pop tarts for dinner? After dinner, it's a dessert. Oh, okay. Nice. It's, nice. We've, it's the uh, late breakfast of champions. <laughs> we bought a case of our a Costco box of those a while back, and. I just finished it off, and I may have to take a break for a while. <laughs> That's a lot of pop tarts. You know, so, like when I, wait, yeah. when I was growing up, the grocery stores in Denver had the Food Club toaster mm-hmm. pastries, which were so much better than pop tarts because the filling went like edge to edge to edge. <laughs> yes, they completely filled the pastry. There was a it similar was like, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the pop tarts so, are just paying uh, for the icing. Yeah, now these are yeah, they're kind of pasty, and you got to drink you know a whole glass of milk and those food club pot pot toaster pastries. Oh baby, I remember those. Yes, that's right. We got those a lot of times when we went to Mississippi to the the grocery stores there. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly or the Wind Dixie? Oh, <laughs> uh, there was those. There was a, there was both of those. There's a sunflower, sunflower, piggly wiggly, and there was a local one there in the town where my grandma and my uncle lived called Ramey's. They were local. They were an IGA. (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't much to do in Waynesboro, as it turns out. What up, Waynesboro? Um, So, yeah, this is episode 61 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. How was your father's day? Yeah, it was quiet. <coughs> when your daughter's in France, it's very quiet. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I had a I had a quiet one too. Uh, Jack didn't come home. Uh, Connor bought tickets to go see a Humphrey Bogart double feature at the local repertory repertory theater, and then Laura went and got a manicure, pedicure, and ran some errands. So, like, I watched the uh, the Harley Quinn Valentine special, which I hadn't watched yet. And then took a nap. It was on when we went and ate barbecue. It was awesome. I did nothing yesterday, as previously reported. And it was delightful. It was delightful. So, probably the most relaxing Father's Day I've had in 20 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so how much longer is, uh, is your daughter in France? Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was two weeks, three weeks. I think it's like 15, 14, 15 days. So, now, was this a French club situation? Was it a more or less? Okay. So she went to uh, France, France, Paris for a couple of days, someplace in the south of France for a couple of days, lived with a French family a couple of days. <clears throat> And then they're going to see the <laughs> changing of the guard in Monaco, and they fly from Nice or Nice, nice. to Amsterdam to Detroit and to home. 
That's that's quite a return flight going through Amsterdam <laughs> and Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the alpha and mega wow. of human behavior. Here's a really, really <laughs> liberal open and bring a gun. <laughs> That is a hell of a yeah. (laughs) Stop and get some drugs and stop by the uh, the pawn shop at the eight mile. Yeah, and sell the drugs on the yeah yeah. I sell them in the airport. (laughs) (laughs) You get them through customs. That's right. (laughs) Some guns. I mean, it's the Detroit airport. I'm guessing it's kind of lax. It's because they're monitoring for domestic terrorists, not international. <laughs> or just a gang fight to break out. Gun battle in, in the terminal. Yeah, they're, they're doing the frisks on the uh, Atlanta, <laughs> Detroit to Atlanta flight. <clears throat> oh, you're coming you from Amsterdam? Uh, yeah, you can go on through. <laughs> you're probably yeah. chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you get your Comic Con badge? <laughs> I got mine yesterday. Uh, I haven't looked. I, I'm hoping okay. I got it today. Laura came in and goes, Were you expecting something? And it was like a Pennsylvania um, return address. I'm like, What is this? Okay. And Did was, we get mail today? A... <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't because it's a national holiday. Okay. Well, then maybe I don't have it. Maybe maybe tomorrow. It's uh, It's boys themed. <laughs> Well, we're boys. <laughs> that works. <sighs> no lanyard, though. It's just the badge. I bought I bought my own lanyard the one year. Because, you know, they, they give out the one that's sponsored by Sony, and it's kind of cheap-ass piece of shit. Yeah. And I mean, even the not... badges are cheaper. You know, they're paper-printed, one RFID, and, you know, off you go. Yeah, they've kind of cheesed out on that, cheaped <clears> out on that. Of course, they're probably still trying to make up from all the blood they hemorrhaged over the last three or four years. So I'm willing to cut them a little bit of slack. <laughs> yeah. Um, Some poor interns yeah. sitting at the color copier going, why am I getting college credit for this? Um, uh, <laughs> three guys, one's printing, one's tearing, and one's stuffing. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. And they're all getting paid $7 an hour. <laughs> if they're getting paid. Plus experience. And they get to go to the show for free. And they get to go to the show for free. Well, they have that to right work there. The show. Yeah. <laughs> Poor badge. They don't really get to go to the show. They have to work the show. Now you've cut the badges. You need to go and stuff the bags. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you on the sales pavilion. That's right. We'll see you in the sales pavilion. As I try and switch out my, you know, I don't know, something terrible bag for something less terrible bag. <laughs> Well, I don't, I mean, with uh, the CW doing away with all their shows, they've lost like 90% of their sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Do we pay for Comic-Con or should we just let all those people go? Let's just let them all go. (laughs) (laughs) They've all run their course. (laughs) And then some, in some cases. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So who knows what we'll get? We'll probably just get, you know, Comic-Con. Well, we could get the Marvels. Uh, I don't know because everything that uh, I don't remember there being a whole lot of Marvel themed bags. As no, I can't either. It feels it's, way it's more like WBE. 
yeah, it's been WB. It's been kids WB. I think one year there was like Bugs Bunny on the bag. Or... There was a Lego Batman one year because I think I have one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year was kind of cool as they had a pin attached to the bag. Like you got the bag and then there was a real, you know, stick it to your shirt pin really? on there. Yeah. And they had like four different kinds. Uh, I sold that shit. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Still not as good as the day I. The first year we went for Gonzo Geek and I sold the Walking Dead comic book coming out of the obstacle course. Oh, I know. <laughs> I gave mine to some guy for real. It's like, yeah, I got it for free. What do I care? You know, Dude John, offered me 20 bucks. It was found money. I didn't care. I'd read the oh, book already. Yeah. Well, John, John, I, I walked around with John Sunday morning at the show as he tried to sell his. And these guys are like, I'd give you five bucks. And he goes, well, it's it's mint. The guy's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's been in your bag for two days. I was like, John, you probably should have sold it to dude when you walked out the door. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest 20 bucks I ever made, eh, man? You want to sell that? Yeah, here. Yeah, I think it was in my hand for like 20 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was no need to keep that one. No, that was just money waiting to be made. Oh. It's it's good to run into those things from time to time. Yeah, I sent uh, sent a guy. There's like I found a guy online who buys uh, old RPGs, kind of lock, stock, and barrel. So last night I dug out. That was the one thing. That's the one activity I did yesterday that I've been wanting to do. And and by God, I did it yesterday on my day off. I went up in my closet, and got out the box full of RPGs, and took pictures and said, "Here, make me an offer." I don't want this stuff anymore. My children don't want it. What will you give me for it? Because that's Comic-Con money is what I'm thinking. <laughs> What'd you get? I haven't got an offer yet. I sent it late okay. last night. And, you know, okay. I, he said it, the website says, if you don't hear back from me in 24 hours, shoot me another email without all the pictures the next day. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, we cleaned up. The and he'll pay for, and he all. pays for shipping. So, I mean. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh very cool. You no, we, uh, the garage? We, we cleaned out the garage and had a whole bunch of like record albums. And I went through them and I tried to like get an idea of what they're caught, you know, what they're worth. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't know shit about this. I don't know if it's the, the Roxbury pressing or the, this oh. pressing or the, and I was like, I'll just go by prices, $2, $5, $10. And I, I ended up with like this box that according to those values, what I could sell them for on eBay was like $400. The guy goes, uh, give you 50 bucks. I'm like, done. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes, well, he goes, you kind of gave up easy. I go, it's not really giving up. I mean, I figured you'd be about 50 bucks. And I told him, I go, I don't know anything about what I have. I know that some of this stuff looks like dirt cheap on eBay, which means there's, there's little to it. I don't have the time and the patience to try and like, you know, uh, take pictures, list, and then ship every one of these individually. And the guy goes, no, you get it. That's cool. And he told me, because <laughs> I can get, and he, and he went through the bin. He goes, I can get 30 bucks for this one. I can get 20 bucks for this one. I can get 15 for these two. I'm, you know, I'm positive. And then he just went through the albums, told me what all he could get. And then he said, and this, I'm going to give to a friend who's got a flea market. He goes, so I, he goes, I'll make some money off you. And I was like, I get it. That's cool. I don't, I, I don't care. 
they're out of my garage. So that's exactly. a win for me. You get to make some money off it. That's a win for you. So, and somebody gets the record. Somebody that wants the record gets the record. So that's a win for them. And yeah. it's the circle of life. Yeah. I don't see this as being a horrible. I, I don't see this as, I don't see myself, you know, I, pop collectors. They're like, oh, yeah, I did my PPG on my pop collection and it's worth $600. And this guy offered me a hundred and he puts a picture of it. And you look at it. It's like, Oh, he was being kind. It's a lesson we, sorry, go ahead. No, it's a lesson that we learned over the, yeah, with comic books and stuff. It's just... Well, I was thinking that's the, that's the wizard <laughs> magazine lesson. Yeah, sure. That comic's not worth that much. Just because yeah, your buddy it, can't draw feet said he wanted to you know, make it that much this month doesn't mean it actually is. Yeah, the, the one guy paid a hundred bucks for it in New Jersey. Not gonna work out here in in, in Middle America, you know. Yeah, I no. might get fifty if I'm lucky. Um, but yeah, those price guide folks—they are a shit ton of fun. Uh, <laughs> I watched no, one guy. No, uh, no relationship to reality whatsoever. No, I watched this. I went in. We have like used good stores here in town. It's called Vintage Stock, right? And and they they one of the managers explained their pricing to me. She goes, "We will offer you one half of what the ultimate discount price would be." Okay. So, so let's that see means, if I got let me let me guess. So that means they're going to have their starting retail, then they've got a series of step downs. You and whatever their it. bottom step is, they're going to pay you half of that up front to take it off your hands. Correct. Nice. Well, at least they're upfront about it. Well, there. I mean, she was upfront with me because I was asking questions. I, I didn't. I wasn't argumentative. Right. And I was just selling some books, right? And she even said she goes, "You'd have better luck selling these on eBay," and I did. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I I sold them less than cover price, but twice what she was going to give me. So I I I figured it was mostly a win. So this guy's got a box. He goes, well, this is like $200 in, 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 in the price guides, you know, and I'm looking at his stuff and I'm like going, okay, dude, if you want to know what your price is going to be, find the cheapest pop divided by half. And that's what you're getting for all your comments. <laughs> um, so you're getting three and a half dollars because uh, their bottom line sale price is six ninety nine. So, so your bottom. So you get three fifty. <clears throat> So your bottom dollar for a pop is three fifty. If you spent twelve or fifteen or whatever, yes, you've lost twelve dollars. That's that's reality. And uh, if you can't afford to do that, you shouldn't be trying to flip pops because <laughs> <laughs> they're not all going to hold their value. Nope. I, I I keep track of what I pay for them and then what I sell for them, so that like mm -hmm. when. Ebay says, well, here, you made $1,000. I'm going to say, no, I lost 100 Here's <laughs> what I paid for. You know? Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I watch these guys trying to flip them, and it's just like, God damn, guys, you're not going to make any money. S just selling on eBay, selling a $12 pop on eBay, you basically have to sell it for about $18 to uh, get your money back. <laughs> Yeah, because like the fees are running about eighteen percent, aren't they? It, it, well, I'm I've a, been gone I'm, for a few years, so I don't remember exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm 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 a top seller, so my fees are thirteen. Yeah, 
you know, and then the, what the thing I think is worth a class action lawsuit is they they'll collect sales tax for you, mm -hmm. but still charge you this, the, the fee on that sales tax that you don't see. So your effective discounted rate there is about 15 to 16 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So if you sell it for 20 bucks, three dollars in fees, you're at 17. Uh, you bought it for 12. You probably paid a buck and a half in tax. So you're not quite, you know, you're close to even. You're close to even. You may be a little upside down. Yeah, you you're, you you may have made like two dollars, and there's guys like yeah, but I get twenty bucks for every one I sell, and they only cost so I made. And I was like, man, you, no, you don't understand no, math. You player, you know, <laughs> go ahead and wear your oversized coat and your hat sideways, and talk like a street punk because you broke. <laughs> Can you eat that plastic one? Uh huh. It ain't gonna cook up. Yeah. It's gonna melt. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of, of pops, this wasn't on my list, but now you told me you got got us uh, tickets to Fun Days. Is that correct? That's correct. That Sweet. is correct. So that's the place where I can make some money, huh? <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Uh, I think you could, it, depending on what you get. Yeah, and you could actually are the boxes make, like I, random packs. Yeah, yeah. So um, typically, what happens at Fun Days? First of all, you you, you know, go to be entertained because it's it is fun as hell. Um, yeah, sure. And, and and me and my group of friends have, you know, kind of caused rule changes over the years because of our behaviors. Shocking. Um, shocking. 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 Um, you have but, to do uh, the hard way. Hard way. Yeah. So, so, okay. So the first thing you'll get is a box of fun. Okay. okay. Well, let's, let's back this up. We're going to get dinner and we're going to get two and a half, three hours of entertainment. Okay. Okay. Um, and this has in the past been Cirque du Soleil performers. Uh, one girl did like a silk dance that my mm -hmm. my friend's wife and you'll meet Will and Kristen when you when you come out with us. Um, <laughs> she's like, "That's great." I now have to explain to my five year old what a whore is, and I'm like, <laughs> "You don't you know, really you, have you know, to." Yeah, I said, "You don't have to." I mean, I get it. He's learning what it is now, but. <laughs> Uh, her daughter's like, I want to do that. No, you don't. It's like she can do it. She just has to wear pants where you, you cover your crotch. But um, yeah. So we we've had Cirque du Soleil performers. We've had magicians. Um, there's been like special guests come out. One year, Mark Hamill came out. Fluffy came out. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the dudes from fucking Metallica came out. Um, nice. You know, uh, Danny Trejo came out one year. That's uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. He was a cool dude. But anyway, they so they, so that's 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 what you get is the evening entertainment, uh, food. You get food. You get drink tickets. We've typically made our own bar in the line, so by the time we got in, we were really lit. Uh, one year. <laughs> One year in line, we popped up a tent and started the tailgate, basically, and the hotel made us take it down. Um, but we had a cooler full of beer. It was not pretty. <laughs> like, at least they didn't check the cooler and make us pour anything out, you know. Um, but then you get in. Um, they give you food. They give you a drink ticket. They give you a box of fun. Uh, they usually give away protos, prototypes and stuff. Um 
the box of fun is usually three or four, you know, three Freddy, their character, mascot character, uh, mm-hmm. edition size ranges from like a super rare. It used to be a 12 count, but now I think super rare is like a hundred or 500, 500 is now super, super rare, rare is 500. <laughs> 500. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you'll get a box of fun and they'll have some different Freddies and stuff. And depending on who you get, yeah, you could make a couple of bucks on your way out the door. Uh, you might actually even pay you back. You might even make money (laughs) at the dinner table. Um, (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm all about the green in this situation, probably, unless it's something I really can't live without. Cover cover my cost is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I should have said that on the air, but anyway, no, no, everybody does it. You'll be able to. There'll be people set up, and some of them will buy stuff and. Then they'll also have uh, some prize patrol go around during the dinner and drop off like, you know, so typically there'll be two or three that like everybody in the place gets. And then there'll be some that only each section gets. Okay. You know, um, and that's typically a lot of fun. And that's just, you know, be noise. They have some games. Um, but uh, yeah, you end up walking out with like, you know, maybe eight pops or so. Um, a prototype, you know, if that's your thing. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I got one buddy who just goes and trades like a madman right after the event. Uh, and hopefully he'll come out again this year. Uh, Will with one L. Um, I think I met him last year, didn't I? At the yeah, super nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super nice guy. A lot of fun to hang out with. Um, but anyway, Will, he comes to trade and he just goes nuts and trades his balls off and, usually comes home with a lot of really cool stuff. Um, I traded some stuff last year for things that I wanted. I'm pretty sure. And it was really weird. Cause it was like, you, you had this one guy sitting like back in the back, right? He's back there and he's kind of in the, in a chair. Or I don't know. It looked like a director's chair. He's just sort of sitting back there, stone face. And then he's got like these three tables in front of him with these super young Asian dudes. Right. And, and they've all got a bunch of stuff on there. So I walk up and there's one piece that I wanted. And I was like, hey, man, Spider-Man Proto, I want this. And the guy's looking at it. And then he looks back and like stone face is like. And then he makes a trade. I was like, this is ridiculous. This what the hell fucking... kind of job of the hut shit is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was my thought. I was like, God, God damn it, guys. It's like a simple yes or no, you know? <laughs> He brought a coterie of lackeys. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Some of these guys will find ways to get that coterie of lackeys. And anyway, uh, it's it, it's just a lot of fun, and it's a couple hours. And you know, I've been doing it for I guess ten years now. Yeah. So the best part of the afternoon, evening is just kind of walking up and down the line, seeing people I know, hanging out, catching up. Uh, yeah, doing shots. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, um, a lot of fun. And typically, they'll na- the last couple of years they've announced a theme beforehand. Okay. So uh, you know, like last year was black light, so I got like a neon bright safety yellow thing that reflected light. Um, and one year was like uh, the '80s prom, and uh, <laughs> yeah had a shock wig and just sort of, you know, it was, it was fun. And, uh, and then one year was a uh, tiki. Sweet. So I had like a grass skirt, uh, and a Hawaiian shirt and, uh, yeah. And right. yeah, it's just kind of fun. A good time. The theme is camp. 
So I have a feeling there'll be something like, you know, you dress like Boy Scouts, but I think that gets really going to get you the wrong attention. I, don't I know. just wear a hockey mask and goes Jason. There. See, that's thinking outside the box. <laughs> yeah. And then the inside, they have some contests and some games that you can maybe play and win some extra prizes. Their big Ooh. thing is a can of corn, which is they open up a can of corn and you got to down the whole can of oh. corn. I did it one year and I'm very proud of the. I, I got this nine inch proto of Freddie um, mm -hmm. doing it. But I, I thought it was going to vomit because as I'm, I'm getting down to the end, one of my buddies goes, here, wash it down with this. And I go, oh, mm, mm. I thought it was a tea or a Coke. No, it was fuck great whiskey. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. It's corn it in all of its myriad it forms. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, went up there with the can of corn, got my big giant proto. It was just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. I go sit back at my table and puke. That makes uh, me a little nauseous. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We have a drop for this. We have a drop for makes me a little bit ill. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100% uh, makes you ill. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So anyway, I've heard you talk about It's fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, here's something that would be fun maybe for, for me and possibly for you. But my idiot ex-brother-in-law is flying my nephews out there and says he's going to take them to Comic-Con. <clears throat> Does he have tickets? Does he think I he's know. just going to walk up like it's 1997? No, I, I have no idea. And I, I've already told my mom. I was like, well, make sure Bradley has my number because I'm going to be there Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, although I've got tickets. Thursday, Bruce and I got tickets to the show, so... If they had a way to get in, they'd certainly welcome to come walk the show. Oh, with for us. sure. For sure. Friday, we'll probably walk the show in the morning, but then we've got the party, and I think the door is open at five. So we may be out there waiting to get in like round two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to start working. I'm going to have to get on like the, you know, start playing some Rocky music and get, get my, uh, get ready for this. I'm out of, I'm out of party shape. Exactly. Uh, yeah, this actually wipes me out for about three days before I get home. So anyway, <laughs> so I told him, I said, yeah, give us a call. Um, you know, and even if it's like they wanted to come down like on Saturday and just walk around out. Sure. I don't know when sure. tight your flight leaves, but, you know, I told it's him, late. Like, it's yeah, late. Perfect. I go, well, just, you know, walk around. We'll have a pass that gets them in. And I can just say, Bradley, if you want to go in, we'll hang out here with Nick. Yeah. Uh, just go take in, him to get a burrito around. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, we can then uh, beat my ex-brother-in-law up and throw him in the bay. So so it's a win-win. It's a potential to be a huge win-win, yes. We need to, so what we need to do when we get to the hotel is ask for some extra pillowcases. <laughs> hey, and some batteries. <laughs> or we go to the and get some oranges. We'll go to Ralph's, get some oranges, and take this motherfucker down. Or, or we go Sean Penn bad boys and just get a six pack of Coke each, dump it into the pillowcases and wail. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, now I'm excited about yeah, that, that opportunity. Yeah. And then I'm waiting to hear about preview night. So okay. if I get into the Funko booth and there's any Funko that you want to get and try and flip, if I can get in, then I have a pretty good shot of getting all that stuff Friday night. 
And then so we don't have to go into that not, hell corner on Thursday. We don't have to go into hell corner anymore. We can spend the rest of the time looking for, I don't know, old Migos Comics? or something. Comics? Com- <laughs> trade paperbacks. Yeah. That was it. I, did I tell you I went to Mile High Comics last time I was out in Denver? No. Cool. Yes. yes. I would love to go to that place. Um, yeah, it's just a giant ass comic book warehouse. <laughs> and there's actually the floor that you can walk around on. And then it's probably maybe a third of the warehouse floor. Mm-hmm. And the rest is just racks and racks of books. So do it's they have to go back and get something for you if you want to see it? Or can you I don't get know. The... I think you have to ask or something. I, you know, I went, it was kind of, it's only like 20 minutes from where my parents live. Oh, really? Right? That's fun. So they were like, what do you want to do today? And my sister's like, well, I got to go down to such and such and get some T-shirts for people back in New Zealand. And I'm like, I go, go south? She's like, yeah. I'm like, how far south? She's like, I don't know, 15 minutes. So I go and I go into Google. I'm like, well, that makes, I will go with you, but we side trip. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can drop me off and come back. Or you can drop me off and come back. Yeah. So yeah, it was nice. actually kind of cool. It was really big. It was really neat. Um, yeah, just wander around. That's where I saw Amazing Fantasy fifteen for like hundred thousand really? dollars. Yeah, very good, very fine condition. Wow. And I'm just like going, holy shit! So like all of those books are like right there along the wall, sort of as you kind of come in. And I mean, it's just like holy shit. X Men number one and Mint condition. I mean, it's just. All wow. these books are just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just rows and rows of books and, and lots of ephemeral, you know, action figures and other stuff. Not as much as I thought there would be, like the other stuff, but still. Uh, so they're like full on, still a comic. Yeah, we're still a comic shop. You know, I talked to some guy and I was like, he goes, oh, first time in? I was like, eh, No. Uh, I actually used to come here like 40 years, you know, 35, 40 years ago, uh, back when you guys were down on Colfax and the guy looks at me and goes, Oh, we were in a lot of different places. And I'm like, <laughs> it's legal there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but a part of me was just like, dude, you, I, I, you know, do you know did, where you are now? <laughs> yeah, I did like the old man thing. Well, back in the day, it was one box, no bags, no boards. <laughs> no, this shitty grading system. They were all just sitting in piles on the floor. And you went through them. And you got the ones you, you thought, oh, oh, yeah. That looks like something <laughs> I'd like to read. <laughs> Cyclops and the girlfriend on the cover shooting laser beams out of their hands. <laughs> my God, in my day, all of our books leaned forward because they were all in a spinner rack. <laughs> <laughs> you got it going fast enough. You got to breeze. <laughs> I mean, I think of some of the books that like my friends and I bought at, you know, 7-Eleven. At 7-Eleven, yeah. Teen Titans number one. My buddy bought it because it was a number one. You know, three years later, it's like a $200 book. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one, his brother was into X-Men and Death of Jean Grey. I mean, bought it newsstand. 
I, yeah. You know, my copy of that one, mm-hmm. I started reading X-Men regularly, the issue after that one, the one where Cyclops left, kind of the mm-hmm. pink cover, and he's in the foreground. Yeah. And one day, my one day, like months later, right? Months after that book <laughs> came out, it was in the summer, right? The next summer, Dad took me out with him to work one day. We were, uh, he was pigging the pipeline. You know what that is? Uh, I'm going to say just checking it out to make sure or cleaning it which there, one? there you go there it's you go. that they put a big plastic thing in one <laughs> end of the and they pressurize behind it and it's so snug the pressure pushes it through and it pushes all that debris through it cleans <laughs> out the pipeline right so but you have to go from meter station to meter station along the pipeline here it go whoosh through it so you know it's still working right and we were somewhere down like delcom cameron somewhere <laughs> down there right uh, and we stopped to get at the grocery store in Delcom or Cameron or wherever the hell we were. And there was one of them on the, like, the, remember how the grocery stores used to have the magazine racks with the uh-huh. comics on the bottom shelf? Uh-huh. There it was like six months later. I'm like, dad, can I have this? Yeah, sure. He was in a good mood. Mm. <laughs> he didn't give me shit about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's my death of Jean Grey. I found it like, you know, on a grocery store shelf, like months later. And oh. Down in Cameron Parish somewhere. Sorry. <laughs> but that's the days we're collecting. You know, we'd ride our bikes to 7-Eleven. And then, uh, yeah, you'd come home and your shit was destroyed by the time you got <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember Adrian's Supermarket on Congress? Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah. they used to have, when they, were, when they were still on Gilbo Road, when we first moved there, they had a spinner rack in the front. And if you did it just right, the adult magazines were like, behind the service counter, which was just on the other side. Uh-huh. And the National Lampoons were in there. And if nobody was paying attention, you could do some devious things, right? But the spinner rack was right there in the corner. And then they moved over uh, to John, over off of Congress. And we had gone up there one Saturday for something. And me and dad and my sister. And, and he got ready to leave. And I was still flipping through stuff. And I, I clearly lost track of time because I looked up. They were gone. Dave, is, <laughs> Dave left my ass. I told the boy, got home, and mom was like, "Where's Bruce?" I left him. What? I mean, it wasn't that far to our house, right? It wasn't a big deal. I could walk home. But mom freaked out. Apparently, you just left him. I told him I was ready to go, and he didn't come, and I left. <laughs> she sent him back. I was halfway home. <laughs> but yeah, he left my ass. Looking at comic books one time, at least once. Oh shit. You know, every now and again, Frank and I play this game where it's like Steve invests, you know, Steve gets a wild hair and looks up his past. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. So scary. I, was, I, I was telling somebody about Arthur's house and how you and I were talking <laughs> one day about how I go, it starts off with Bruce going, we were unsupervised. We could have been drinking all the time. Right. And then we started the conversation goes, did do you, did you remember the other house where all the kitchen workers worked? And that's when Bruce and I decided that the rumors about his old man being in the Chinese mob may have been true. And he might've been human trafficking for all we knew. It's doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, I went to Google earth after telling <laughs> that story to somebody. <laughs> he's like, all the kitchen workers, you're lying. I'm like, I am no. not lying. I'll get people to fucking validate this. I go, there was like this sea of cots out on their back patio, and there was mm-hmm. like all of them. Um, the house, and there was like a 
It was like a, the first house. Mm-hmm. There was like a hallway in the back that went to some bedrooms. Remember that? Yes. Like off the yes. kitchen in the like back. Enclosed, yeah. It's like they enclosed the back patio. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to Google Earth and you look, yes, you can see that they have added more roof section to that house and that there is still a walkway over the coulee oh, really? into the back. Yeah. So I go back around to the front. Now it's a planet fitness now. The yeah. Chinese restaurant is gone. Yeah. Most so of that shopping like, centers turned over. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like looking at it going, well, there is a Tokyo Steakhouse. So maybe they just uh, changed the business. And- well, they had actually moved <laughs> uh, from that location to around the corner, close, like on the other side. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that shopping center that was kind of at the end of their, at the end of his, of Orange. Was it Orangewood? Orangewood right there. There okay. was that shopping center that when we went into the neighborhood, it was off the, on the right. They had moved into there at one point. There were food dogs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I've said it before on this podcast. I'm going to say it again. If we had been of, of a mind to do it, we could have raided the freezer, the, the, the walk-in cooler. Mm-hmm. No one would have stopped us. Oh, hell no. Nobody in the had... kitchen spoke English. <laughs> we <laughs> don't just... know. The... Why didn't you stop them? We don't know the English word for stop. <laughs> <laughs> and they would recognize Arthur and it would probably be okay. I mean, seriously, we could have spent years drunker than anybody else in high school if we had been so inclined. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tried to get Krista to go to a Godfather's Pizza. She's <laughs> like, when was the last time you were in Godfather's Pizza? And I go, high school. She's like, that was 40 years ago. <laughs> like, they just opened a Mr. Daddy's down the road from me. I'm like, oh, God. We could lay waste to a buffet on a Saturday. <laughs> they had, like, the two cocktail video game tables. Uh-huh. And we would just set up shop. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's been a while. But, yeah, that's, I think, when the last time we went. Went for, like, the pizza buffet and just mm-hmm. wiped it out. It was that same parking lot as the, the, the Arthur's Family Restaurant, mm-hmm. and that was a good hang on a Friday night. Yes, in that parking yes. lot. <laughs> wow! Oh the yeah, it's coming out of the west. It smells like nostalgia. <laughs> well, you know the stop. And, so I go and I, I go here. Let me show you where my first job was. Arby's is still there. Mm-hmm. The stop and rob that was next to Arby's is no longer there. Is not. No. Oh, okay. They took it out. There's like a tire changing place or something. And I, and, I, and I go, okay, here, let me just do this. Go to street level. They're like, okay. I go, here's Arby's. They're like, yeah. I go, that's a drive through Yeah. See the median strip? Yeah. Imagine next to that is a, is a stop and rob and there's a dumpster there. And this guy I work with drives out of our parking lot Parks next to the dumpster, and this should give you an idea of how far away he parked. Walked over here, left his truck running and unlocked, comes back, and his truck is stolen. And why? Because he wanted a Coke, and he didn't like RC Cola, which is what Arby's had. (laughs) (laughs) He could have walked to the fucking cross. And so when I show them that, they're like, wow. That story got a whole lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you taken have you done because I've done some of this too. Have you gone down Ambassador back toward our houses and seen all the development back through there? Oh, holy shit, yeah. There was Walmart nothing through Street. 
No, it there's was a Hooters small. down there. Yes, I have done that. Gone down the street and going, oh, there's the uh, the family style restaurant where you and I kept drinking up pops as quick as we could. So that poor girl, she'd bring you a new pop, and you'd be like, oh, I'm empty. So she'd bring you a new pop. Oh, and, and we Tiffany get Stacey did it. And Tiffany owns, yes. <laughs> and your mother finally made a stop. Yes, yes. that's enough. <laughs> it's like she figured pop. out what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've told so, that yeah, story to my children and they're like, that's not right, man. I'm like, yeah, but it was funny. It was funny. And you're right. It's not right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it is amazing to see how that was all built up. Yeah. Like you couldn't, there was nothing through there when we lived there. It was just like you left the neighborhood and you didn't hit anything pretty much until you hit. Well, I guess the bowling alley was there, but. Yeah. Until you hit the Ryan's steakhouse. That was, yeah. it was all empty. Yeah, and there was nothing the other way. There's a giant shopping center on the corner across from the church there at the end of my street. Yes, yes, yes. I was noticing that. I was like, geez, this is not what it used to be. Mm -mm. Gilmesh. I can never remember. I always forget his name. The pitcher? Yeah, because he when he when he came and played uh, for the Royals for a couple of years, uh, it kind of started their upswing. Um, okay. Which would be nice to see again at some point. Um, <laughs> you had your turn. <laughs> we had our turn, but yeah, I mean, they're like 19 and whatever right now. And uh, they won one against the Angels. And the, their, the, their, uh, they sit Trout and Otani. Huh? <laughs> Did they sit Trout and Otani? <laughs> yeah. Must have said, yeah. But anyway, no, the, the, the Royals, uh, the, the, their social media said, Royals win. The Royals are now one and zero in their last one game. <laughs> and I wrote back, one and zero in their last game. Nice. Thanks for the snark. You're finally caught on. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. All right, well, we talked about the last time we were going to talk about Spider-Man this time. So should we do that? Yeah, we can do that. So you saw Into the Spider-Verse. I did see Into the Spider-Verse. We, uh, Beyond, when we the, dropped Beyond the Land of the Spider-Verse. I don't remember what it was called. Beyond the, yeah. Battle for the Spider-Verse. Beneath the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Return to the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Reboot of the Spider Verse. <laughs> Reboot of the Spider Verse. Just Tim be Burton like Spider Verse. <laughs> Johnny Depp is Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Bottom Carter is Gwen Stacy, and yeah. it ends up with uh, yeah, with uh, with uh, Abraham Lincoln's head as a spider. Um, yes. <laughs> sorry, I had to go there. No, no. Um, no, it was it was good. It was fun. Uh, we took Babe to the airport, and then we went and saw the amazing Spider-Man traveling exhibit, which was kind of neat. Um, you know, they had props and some other stuff, and kind of this the history of the character that was cool. Then we went and saw the movie at a extreme screen, this fifty foot high screen, for five bucks. So you can't beat it. It's a little overwhelming to see this giant Miguel O'Hara face, you know, coming at you. Uh, I, thank uh, God yeah. it wasn't in 3D. <laughs> Did that just get on me? I don't... Yeah. Oh God, I'm all sticky. 
Um, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I really hope they stick the landing on the third one because if they do, it is going to be without a question the best tri- Marvel trilogy to date. I just the oh, animation absolutely. is just mind-boggling. Phenomenal. Love- yeah. No, everything they do is great. I mean, when I saw the, the the battle sequence in the first one, and you're just like, holy shit! Thank God I don't do acid. Uh, <laughs> You know, because I mean that was trippy as hell. Um, and then I think the spy, the fight with the spiders was fantastic, as they're chasing Miles all throughout the place. Yeah. And then, and then my uncle Ben, don't tell me, did he die? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just the like, the, just the little nods, like the things in like in the webs and the and the canon moments that were going on in the background, where you would see things from from the spider the live action spider-man movies when the 60s spider-man came in in 2d swinging in straight forward i was laughing my ass off i was just like that is awesome yeah oh yeah they 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 did I, that's one of those where it's like oh, they were they, all they, pointing at each other all yes. the spiders oh gazillion of a mess um no, it's actually it was great, fantastic, and then janky old Spider-Man showed up, and I'm I'm going to one day swallow the the price tag and and buy the Hasbro Legends janky Spider-Man because he's in the sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what we're looking for at Comic Con is the janky Spider-Man in sweatpants. I I can get him here, but it's like I'd like to not pay thirty five dollars for him. You know, that's fair. So yeah, we may be looking for janky Spider-Man, uh, uh, as that I, might become my personal avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man I, <and> sweats. <laughs> I really love that movie. Those movies. I, I came back and I was just blathering on, and Laura's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah," because she hasn't seen either of them. She didn't go to see the first one with me and the boys, and then it was like, "Well," she was like, "Well, I won't know what's going on." I'm like, "It probably won't matter, but that's fair." So I'm going now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, just the things, and they even pushed what you could do with animation. A, a little jarring with Punk Spider-Man being like the, the comic book punks with all the cutouts yeah. and stuff, which was amazing visuals, but a little tough to follow at times because it was just so much uh, stuff going on. India Spider-Man was amazing. What a that great costume! Was so cool. That uh, was really cool. I yeah. And as far as like Funko, Funko has made you know half a dozen of the Spider People. Mm-hmm. you're sitting there watching the movie just going oh this could cost me so much money <laughs> uh, <laughs> into the spider debt into the spider <laughs> thank you <laughs> but they've done two of the india spider-men so there's the regular one you can buy at retail then there was an exclusive where it had all the extra detail that's in his costume wow so, you know, and somebody's like, well, it's kind of lame, exclusive. And you're like, eh, it's kind of lame. It's kind of not. It's actually cool. To I see think extra and stuff. I would say there's a there's a very large market for that particular oh, piece. Billion people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so maybe it doesn't ring your bell, but uh, I'm thinking they're looking at a bottom line number there. Yeah. Moonbatten. The whole. Yeah. 
No, yeah. it was it was very cool. Really enjoyed it. And there was a lot of like even grown up stuff about parents letting their children go, which makes it extra poignant on the day that you just, you know, sent your kid off to France. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I saw the first one with both boys. I saw this one with one boy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of like. Who was oh, far shit. less engaged with it this time than he was last time. And I'm like, yeah, you're not getting it the same way I am. Yeah. And 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 if you're not sitting back and just letting the, the visuals wash over you, <sighs> I think you're just you're missing an opportunity to see uh, just truly amazing animation. And just where, where, <clears throat> so so different than everything else that's out there right now. I mean, and I mean everything. I'm talking Disney. I'm talking DreamWorks. I'm talking. Oh yeah, Ghibli, oh, yeah. whatever the hell that is. I I mean, it's just so different and so kinetic and so perfect for the yeah. character. I mean, it just is. And and yeah, and and, and bouncing and the styles being a little bit subtly different for each different one. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing. Uh, they did such a great job, and you know, of course, I'm sure in the last one we'll find out why Miguel is such a dick because uh, I don't remember him being that way in the Spider-Man 2099 comics. But I will say, Adam Sandler, not Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg as Scarlet Spider. Oh, so good. Strikes the perfect pose. <laughs> muscles all in definition. It's <laughs> just like... It's <laughs> like, uh, wow, you, you I, really I, captured the Eric Larson, Todd McFarlane... <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I, I laughed every time that character showed up, but I was then trying later to explain that character why I thought it was funny to Connor. And I just don't have that much time left in my life to explain the Scarlet <laughs> Spider and why that shit was funny. But goddamn, it was. Oh, I, I like it. We're we're doing the exhibit, and they have you know Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, and and there's some people in front of us, and they're just like, oh, that was such a cool costume. walks <laughs> up to she goes, really. This was really his outfit. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sweatshirt with the sleeves carved out and a red bodysuit. Yeah, it was okay. Height of and cool. This, <laughs> this occurred to me just now because <laughs> we've got Andy Samberg as the Scarlet Spider, and we have Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. Can we get some screen time for those two together in the third movie, please? Yes, and I want I want uh, uh, Spider Ham back. Yes, John Mulaney and well, all he was of probably them together. In, he was probably in I rehab mean, when they did this one. <laughs> so. To be fair, to be fair, he's probably in rehab. But that would be a fantastic scene. With <laughs> having them fight would be amazing. <laughs> Nick Cage and Scarlet Spider fighting it out, calling all their shots. Eddie <laughs> Samberg doing almost. Are you making almost Nicholas Cage? Oh, my boys. <laughs> yeah. No, this is how I talk. <laughs> What's going on with you two? <laughs> that scene alone would be amazing. Uh, he died. <laughs> well, and Donald Glover being captured it as the prowler yes, was yes. just like, wait, if you didn't know that going by. That one just like why is childish Gambino in a cage? I mean, but if you knew the history behind all that, that was a wonderful Easter egg. Oh yeah, no, there, there was some nice moments. I like. I I really hope that 
Funko makes the Lego Spider-Man pop. Because <laughs> I, I would just, I, you know, it's like all the others are gone. That's the one I'm keeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything you love in it's one piece. I, in one toy. It really that is. Janky Spider-Man. It'd be fucking <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> well, um, did you see The Flash by any chance as we discuss multiversity? I have not seen The Flash. I assume that you have. Yeah, we went to see it Friday night. And, and? I'm going to tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Okay, good. Better than, I, it's probably without without arguing, argumentation, my favorite DCEU movie. And I went in with such low expectations. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. But, I mean, come on. I also having Michael Keaton's Batman in it, that mm-hmm. didn't hurt. But it was a lot of that. I mean, it. A lot of the multiversity stuff was backloaded. There was a lot of story to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. But even it was even handled well. Just like getting him from point A to point B to start all the. There were really three strong acts. It was the whole, oh, woe is me, my mom's dead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, and, Martha? And then, Martha? <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, his mother's name is not Martha. But um, but Are that you sure sort of even in the DCU? well, it's hard to say at this point, especially. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there was that whole first act built around that, which led to the the dimensional hopping, which was then set all that other stuff in motion. And then there was this like whole other fan service piece at the end, where I just totally fans won't service themselves. <laughs> Oh, they will if you give them time. Because um, yeah. before we went Friday, Connor and I were exchanging some texts, and I said, and I, and I don't think this is going to give anything away if I say this. I said, if Christopher Reeve's Superman shows up in this movie, I could very well be done with superhero movies for a while, because that's the full circle for me. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. It really first, would be. It really would be. So... I think I may be done with superhero movies for a while. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, really well done. Some good surprises. Um, I think you would enjoy it. Okay. Um, like I think we're both of the same same opinion that the DCEU has been underwhelming to date. But that was a lot. It was it was fun. It was like a flash comic book. It was a lot of weird shit. <laughs> But a and, lot of fun. Yeah, it was just fun. It stood on its own. It wasn't doing so much heavy lifting. There well, were some think- things that, like, if you knew them from some of the other movies, it was going to enhance your experience, but it wasn't going to take away from it if you didn't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, I think the, the, the point of the movies is that they should be fun. Yeah, somewhere along the way, they forgot that. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, the Dave Goyer uh, Snyder, you know, oh, it's got to be dark and gritty, and it's got to be, you know, you gotta, you gotta really, really hurt and feel it. And it's like, no, 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 you don't. You, you, you really just, don't. Just go in there to entertain us. It's all we want. We just are so happy to see I mean, the characters. Here's the here. Here's what they lost. I mean, <clears throat> the Nick Fury scene <clears throat> at the end of Iron Man was so special. Because nobody was expecting it. No, and now, you know, you have to stay. It's just yeah. the rules. Yeah. So if they could figure out a way to sort of, you know, 
even that even that piece out even even that piece out it would help mm-hmm. they won't of course no because so uh, yeah because i've started going okay how many post credit scenes do i have to sit through before i can leave the theater okay well you have to live through the mid series mid mid series mid season <laughs> I I don't know. I, I know what you mean. Talk. Anyway. The one in the mid credit scene and then the, the, <laughs> the stinger at the end. Pre- yes, and then yeah. It's yeah. too much, man. It's just it's too, too freaking much. It's a funny book movie. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um and <laughs> I want to circle back to something else we've talked about previously because I have I have an update. So we've talked a lot about my masochistic reading of uh, Jack Kirby's uh, writing oh, yeah. efforts. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I did it again. Um, <laughs> I, I had Harlan Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I read more Jack Kirby. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but this one, I finally found one that he wrote really well, that really, that really worked to his strengths as a artist and a writer. It was okay. commanding the last oh, boy on okay. earth. That one was, and it's like 40 issues and two, two volumes. I read all of it and I didn't no hate it. Um, it was a, it, I read the intro and apparently DC tried to get the rights to planet of the apes and didn't get it. So they went to Jack and said, Hey, can you throw something together? To kind of, you know, so Jack had some stuff in the closet that he hadn't used, piecemealed it together and turned it into this post-apocalyptic, uh, future world where animals have evolved, not just apes, but all animals. So there's every time he goes somewhere, there's a different type of animal that's evolved into a different way. And he's like, he comes out of this bunker and goes into the world and, and there's tigers, there's gorillas, there's snakes, and they're all evolved and humans very much would behave like the, uh, the humans in Planet of the Apes. They're, they're, or they're whatever okay but but like it's an interesting progression because like he goes across the land and then like he talks about where this is supposed to be in, in the geography of earth right and there's maps and things and, and but like as he progresses through the story he, he he goes across the land he spends some time with like aerial creatures there's some aquatic creatures so he kind of goes the, the whole gamut over the course of this story and uh there's two or three other humans that have evolved into some sort of mutant where they have, because it's a Kirby comic book, it, they, their costumes look like they're Eternals. And they have the Cyclo heart where if they push this thing on their suit, they turn turn into metal. And they're but, uh, but <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the silliness of it. I mean, it was it was really fun. I I enjoyed that one. Commandy, K A, named Got after it. the bunker he lived in, Command D. Which um, they've tried to re- redo this character and bring him up to date. And a few years ago, they did some, like, I think it was when it was Kirby's birthday. They did the Commandy Challenge where they had like one writer artist team would do a chapter and then hand it off to oh. somebody. It would end it with a cliffhanger, hand it off to another group, and they would do it. And then they hand it off for like 12 issues. They did that. And I've read that and it was fun, but I didn't have a whole lot of history with the character. So I kind of want to read it again now that I've gone through the whole thing. But um, see how it, yeah, okay. see how it compares because that was one of the things that it did. Like he he would divide it into each issue, 
was like four chapters. I'd be like like a couple of pages of an intro chapter, then set up the story, kind of do the, the main story and the and the and the B storyline, and then have a little outro where things resolve. And then the next issue would pick up five or six pages in theory after the last issue. So he had moved on from where he ended, but he was into oh, wow. something else. So he okay. moved the story forward without ever actually telling the whole story, which was a neat idea, I thought. So, okay. Anyway, I enjoyed Commandy. Right. I may be looking for a Commandy action figure over at Comic Con. They never make one. They did. It was one of the one of the. Oh, uh, it was one of the Justice League International. No, sadly, no. They didn't do that. <clears throat> he was on Brave and the Bold a bunch of times, and so Connor knew the character it was funny because Connor remembered the character from Brave and the Bold, like because it really like he was in the like like those uh, little snippets they did in the front end where it was like the oh, end yeah, of an adventure. Like- before they got into the main story. So Connor recognized the character, which I thought was funny. Yeah. No, it was one of the, uh, the, the DC classics, one of the big, like nine inch ones. They did one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. those are, those McFarlane things are amazing. They really are. They really are. All right. <laughs> I'm looking up commandy action figure. It, it looks like Tarzan with a handgun. Oh, son of a bitch. It does. <laughs> That doesn't look like Kirby at all. No. I, and as I was reading Commandy, I was thinking to myself, why has no one ever done action figures Kirby style? All those you know weird what? angles and like flat hands and you know put they, weird put weird joints in them. So they do weird poses and shit. <laughs> so their legs go uh sideways. Uh-huh. So you do they, that they, coming they, at you. They hip out. And backwards, they, they hip and, out, and the legs, yeah, yeah. Go out. and then the one hand comes up like this, <laughs> like right in front of, and all the mouths, all the characters are like. <laughs> Seriously, could you imagine like just those that blocky art as an action figure? It would be amazing. That would be cool. Oh yeah, you're right. We gotta find this. Oh shit, it's like, uh, oh, it does look kind of like He Man. Yeah, a little bit. My search pulled up He-Man, and were the are those McFarlane figures? Are they early? No, McFarlane? that's the that's the that's the they're like the early two thousands DC ones that they used to have at Toys R Us. Okay, with like you know, cool. build a figure pieces in it. Very so. cool, very cool. Yeah, no, no actually, they um. So uh, DC did them. It was like a DC Direct. Um, <clears throat> they did some of the uh, the big four in the Darwin Cook style. Oh. Um, they did Green Lantern. They did Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, I think, from whatever story uh, he did. Was it the, was it the Justice League? Frontier, Final Fr- Frontier. New Frontier or something new Frontier, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it. the trade somewhere, yeah. It's a good story. Thought I thought I liked Darwin Cook's art, too. So yeah, that, that and helped. they did an animated uh, film in the same style, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Although they're, the animated films kind of, like, I was really looking forward to the uh, Red Sun one. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it finally came due, it's just kind of like, oh, I don't know. The pacing of this thing is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way with the uh, son of was it the, um, the the Bruce Lee, the 70s Kung Fu one, uh, Bat and the Dragon or whatever the hell it was called. Okay. They had, they had uh, and it was 
it was cl- it was like Scooby Doo animation. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you need more kinetic. That's my word for the night. Kinetic animation if you're going to do a, mar- a martial arts film. Um, okay. But you know which one is really good if you get a chance to watch it. And I saw it at Comic Con one year while you were at Fun Days. Ironically, it was uh it was done in the uh, animated the Justice League animated style. It's called Gods and Monsters. Why do I remember that? Why do I? It sound was. Like- it, well, that was also a Brendan Fraser movie, but um, <laughs> but this <laughs> is that was the one with Ian McClellan. Yes, and he was like the gay house boy. Or yes, you are yeah. correct. You are correct, okay. sir. Thank, um, you. Thank you very much. <laughs> nicely done, by the way. Um, <laughs> this one was like an else world story where we like should have somebody on who just throws out shit. <laughs> I we went on a tear about like spinoffs from uh, from All in the Family and <laughs> anyway, but go on. So it was it's an else world story done in the Justice League Unlimited style. So you know I love that, and it's uh like Superman doesn't land in uh in Kansas. He lands in a family of migrant farmers. It's Benjamin Bratt is the voice of of Superman. So he's like like a, like a human rights activist. Wonder Woman is the daughter of Scott Free and Big Barda, so she's a she's a fourth world character. Batman is voiced by uh, Dexter, <laughs> and he oh, okay. uh, got bitten by a vampire, so he's actually a vampire, and it's really good. It's really weird, but it's really good. Okay then. So if you ever get a chance to watch that one, I, I, I give that one a thumbs up. I can't get anybody else to watch. I actually bought the DVD when it came out because it came with the uh, Justice League animated style uh, Wonder Woman, Big Barda, Fourth World figure. So Ah, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So we talked about action figures in the style of Kirby. Mm-hmm. They did make some new God action figures at some point. There's quite a few of those floating around. Did they do them in the Kirby style? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, just send me a picture of that. I may have to add that to the show notes. Okay. I'm just, I, I'm, I mean, I'm I have, trying to make sure that they're real and not somebody's customs. But Yeah, I have, you know, because oh I have God. almost the entire run of the JLU figures. So I have like a whole bunch of the fourth world figures done in that style. It's so cool. I've got Dark Side, Calabac. The female furies. I've got Miracle Barda. Um, a really light ray. I should really put them on my shelf or something, because um, it's just a cool collection. No, those are great figures, though. That and I have the, <coughs> I have I have all of the Legion of Doom from the Super Friends comic uh, cartoons except for one. As Giganta was a Comic Con exclusive before we started going regularly, and I refused to pay the price for it. <laughs> But I had yeah. everybody else who was in the Legion of Doom. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, the new God's action figures do look like they were in the Kirby style. Oh, my. Okay. Well, not to, now I'm going to have to make a trip to ABC Comics because they have a really good selection of, of old toys or old vintage action figures and see if they've okay. got those. You know, the one place near me that does the the vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Kristen's like, you went, would you find anything? I go, here's the problem is that if I go on eBay and I see that the price for my, uh, the orb is $30, right? In the case. Is that a micro? I would go to piece? The, 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 the one I showed you with the eyeball head, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, he's sitting on the desk across from me. That's why he comes to mind. 
you see that thing and you see it's $30, but you also look and you see it's $30, mint in the package, all the accessories. You know, he will have it. Clearly, it's been sitting in somebody's toy tub. It's got some scuffs. It's got some scrapes. It's missing an accessory. And he will be trying to get the $30 for it. And uh, I've seen him do that on a number of things. So I, I go in from time to time, but almost never buy anything. I think, uh, yeah. You know what? I think there's a con here this weekend. I may have to go one day. I forgot about that. I think it's this weekend. The Heroes Con or whatever it was. Uh, actually, this is the, they don't do that. Wizard one doesn't do that one anymore here. Um, but it's let's see, Greater Austin Comic Con, I believe. Let me see. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. There's Mister Miracle. There's a Dark Seed. There's Orion. It comes with a Kirby head. Nice. So oh. yeah, they they do have some of those. Yeah, it is this weekend. Look at that. Um, George Takei is going to be here. Ah, say hi to Brad for me. Uh, James Hong is going to be here. <laughs> David Lopan. Exactly. Bring, bring a woman a... with green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There's apparently a big trouble in a little China photo op. Who else is going to be here? Um, <laughs> now I have to see who's going to be here. Well, Kristen was even talking about rebooting that. This, one of the Star Trek pages had ruined a title of a movie by substituting the word moist for one word that's the title. <laughs> right. So we were doing, you know, I, I did the moist Lebowski. Uh, <laughs> the moist father was a good one. Uh, moist, dial boys. M, moist boys. Oh, that one. Nice. Good ring to it. Dial M for moist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's really good. <laughs> Planet of the moist. Moist um, cemetery. <laughs> gorillas in the moist um so yeah so anyway we were doing that I do like that. the moist lebowski i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's just all mod um <laughs> do you like sex jeffrey <laughs> or coitus if you prefer in the <laughs> vernacular course, in the vernacular <laughs> I moist Jeffrey. It's all mod. Uh, <laughs> Just an hour and a half. Her in a robe, one tit hanging out. Julian Phillips talking dirty for an hour and a half. Julian Moore, not Julian Phillips. Julian uh, Moore, yeah, just exactly. Just you, you, absolutely right. A whole hour of her, you know. Just. Just the one boob hanging out and just coming on to different characters. Occasional flash of red trim. That's all. That would be fantastic. She, the movie opens with you just like sitting there in the dark and she comes flying at you like that one scene, screaming and flailing paint. And then the next hour and a half is her trying to talk you into bed. <laughs> with, with Kitty Rogers playing in the background the entire time. David Duels. <laughs> <laughs> the big Lebowski sequel we never knew we needed until now. Oh my god. Say the word, Jeffrey. Vulva. <laughs> Do you like my vulva? Hey man, you drive whatever you want, man. <laughs> it's not a car, Jeffrey. I'm talking about my lady parts. My vulva. My lady. 
ไปไปจังนะริชาร์ดลูอัสโพสต์ถึงสิ่งของเขาเอง And why he was never asked to audition for Scarface? <laughs> I said kettle of fish. <laughs> and so there we were, and I said, "Say hello to my little friend." And he's, he's not that out. little. I don't know shooting. why I said little. Why did people think that he? Yes. He's so more of an acquaintance than a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we and met we once. Be friends? Can we not be more than friends? Can we be less than friends? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking around with a gun in one hand, a bag of cocaine, vetching, doing this the whole time. I'm talking to my therapist about this. You know, why did we hang the guy up in the bathtub? I don't know. It was there. He was there. The chainsaw was there. First, you get the money, then you <laughs> yes. get the power, then you get the women. Does it have to be in that order? Does What if I just want to go straight order? to the women? <laughs> I don't need the I mean, power. I don't need the power. I love the power. The power is nice, but I don't. Power is nice, power. but if it's if is it just a gateway? Is it is something it I gateway? need? Do I need the power to get the women? Yes. Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I just I don't know. Uh, used to love him. What are we so going much. to do? I don't know. Listen to this. <laughs> here, here. This help me. Why do I have this giant mountain of blow? I don't even do blow. I don't. I don't even. What is this about? This Could is I not is get into a different business? Is this wholesale? <laughs> I mean, is there any money in wholesale? I just, I mean, am I the middleman? Is that what I am here? Is that all I am to you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now that we're on to 80s comics, I need your help with a decision I need to make. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, as you probably know, <laughs> the gentleman's goop, Joe Rogan, has moved to Austin and opened a comedy club. <laughs> well, it's two different things. He moved to Austin, and he's opened his own comedy club. So the the people you suspect would be playing in Joe Rogan's comedy club are it's the Jim Norton and you know the guys you would expect. But every once in a while, I'll look like Gabriel Iglesias, the second fluffy reference tonight, doing two nights, and, and it's a small club. So that's interesting to me, right? So here's my dilemma: Dice is coming. Ooh, hickory Could dickory you? dock. Do you go or do you not? You. Oh, oh! This is what I'm saying. It's like the most, like, like aggressively unpolitical thing I can do. Rolling oh, out of the theater. Dice playing at Rogan's Club. 
like just saying those things together feels like I'm gonna like kill someone in their sleep. I don't know. <laughs> Women are like, I, I just feel raped walking past. It. I don't know. <laughs> and Laura was like, Are you gonna go? I'm like, I kind of feel like I have to. She's like, he's still alive. I'm like, apparently in touring. Um, touring. Wait a minute, I've seen him, man. He's he's done the old, you know. Oh, it's bad. I've yeah, yeah. It's like the five wisps of hair that are yeah you know, snaped back and glued down in the back. Yeah, I it's mean it's not the line of plugs. It's, it's not nineteen ninety not nineteen ninety dice, but it's still dice. <laughs> I mean, I was a I was a fan. I wasn't a huge fan, but still. I just the idea of dice playing at Rogan's Club just makes me laugh. I just that would uh, yes, I think you, to see if he's still doing the same shtick. <laughs> see, is Bobby Novus adding it? <laughs> just calling it in. Oh, oh! Our my uh, my boss was telling me one night about me and Frank about seeing Bobby Slayton uh, mm-hmm. at a comedy club. And she's like, oh, he is up there just being, he's like, hey, you get your fingers, you stuck them up in there, pussy, and you're like, this is not the kind of talk I expect to hear from my female boss. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very uncomfortable with this. I think I think I I should go to HR. (laughs) (laughs) We went to see, this is interesting, Saturday night, we saw Colin Jost doing stand-up. Oh, yeah? He's doing some shows, and he brought three of the guys from SNL with him. He was he was fourth, so was it, it opened. The, with, do not destroy guys, or no? I was worried it was going to be. The, Andrew Dismukes is from. I went to UT, so he was the opening guy. Oh, fun! And then it was uh, the new Hispanic kid who was really funny, and I can't remember his name right now. And I'm doing him a disservice. Um, you know who I'm talking about? He, I know he's the one that you kind of like. Going, is he going to make it? Is he this year's Tony Rosario? What is the deal with this kid? <laughs> nice pull. Nice. Well, Boom. I'm guessing since he's got uh, Colin's uh, blessing, he's okay. Okay. Maybe and then it was cut. the the black Pete Davidson guy, who's also from Austin. Who looks who looks exactly like you'd think black Pete Davidson would look like. And he made the joke that even he started the, the being. <laughs> he made the joke that he was trying to be in compared until he looked like Pete Davidson. Uh, and then Colin came out and did a solid set. I was not sure about Colin as a stand-up, but it was quite enjoyable. So that's insane. Yeah. They've done some skits this year that were I, I still like the one about them selling the drugs. This 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 drug is so white, it stands there and looks at a yard like this. <laughs> and then what's his face is on the wall? Hey man, he, what's some black tar heroin? <laughs> he's coming too. Brian Austin Johnson is coming here doing stand up. Okay. One of the, the little clubs that Hunter played at when he was here a few months ago. And it, Laura and I were like, Ooh, that might be fun. I don't know. That yeah. would be fun. So, all right, let's see. What else did I write down? Oh, <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. I finally got around to watching the Harley Quinn. Valentine special, which was okay. so fucking weird. <laughs> I love that show, but it was like you know, they had all of the couples, like the superhero couples, do like the the camera. You know, we met this way, blah blah blah. It was Superman and Lois, the Hawks, uh, Dark Side, and Melania Trump. That was funny. 
Oh, Howard oh, oh. Smooth was the voice of Dark Side, and the character who was clearly Melania Trump never said a word. She just did that kind of enigmatic smile. And it was funny as hell. But, but Etrigan was in it as the purveyor of uh, love spells and potions for Valentine's Day. And the voice casting, I still can't quite get my head around. It was John Stamos as the voice of Etrigan doing the rhyming. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> but it was like, I looked, I couldn't place the voice and I looked up later. I'm like, wait, it was John Stamos? What the <laughs> hell is that? And then, like, what? So, one of the big, like, battle at the end, uh, Harley got a spell from Etrigan. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't watched this, like, six months later, like me, um, that over amplified Poison Ivy's libido and her pheromones went out of the city. And everybody's just boning everywhere. Like, <laughs> like there are people humping in windows. There's a dog boning a cat. There's oh, somebody going down on somebody with their legs up over their head, hanging out of a car. It's like, wow, wow. And then, but <laughs> but Bane gets overstimulated and grows into this. I know he gets a different potion from Etrigan because he's worried that his junk is not big enough, right? So he pours it all over his dick and starts rubbing it in. And he goes, why does it burn? <laughs> he goes, don't use if you're taking HGH. <laughs> like this and he grows like kaiju size, right? <laughs> his costume shreds. So he's walking around naked. <laughs> and like every time you think you're going to see his junk, like he's standing in front of a hot dog billboard or something. So there's always these giant phalluses. And he's like walking up the buildings and just humping them till they fall down. He's like, <laughs> and the last scene is him walking away. And there's a semi truck hanging where his junk should be. <laughs> That show, uh, it shouldn't make me laugh. It shouldn't entertain me as much as it does. But by God, it is so funny. I love that show. Oh, man. That's the best thing that came out of COVID for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm looking parts of it up on the, on the other computer right now. <laughs> why, does it, why does it burn? <laughs> supposed to burn so badly. <laughs> I'll just go home to the pit. Is that what he says? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shit. That's, oh, man. That's, yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's it. That's all I had written down. Anything else you want to talk about? Do you have anything fun on your desk? Uh, Oh, God, I'm looking at the image now with the semi. <laughs> wow, that is... Uh... Oh, oh and, and they had Brett Goldstein as Brett Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bane fell... No, and Clayface was in love with his own ass, and it was a whole thing. I It's like... He's got like a little naked girl in his hand. <laughs> That's why he was afraid his penis wasn't big enough because she was a dominatrix, and she thought, and she he, <laughs> she thought he was there to help with the uh, 
the humiliation section that she was going to. So she, and then they had a date, and and she was talking about how small the the guy the abused penis was, and he's like, "Well, it, it wasn't that small." <laughs> <laughs> so many, yeah. It's I oh uh, that show. It's yeah. <laughs> Uh, penis, uh, Bane making penis jokes. Okay, anything cool on the desk? Ow! Don't stand up into the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I hit my head. No, I got the uh, speakers. Or the headphones. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, let's go with... Um... <gasps> nice! Is that the what is that new? That's the, yeah, this is the Marvel Legends. Nice. Oh, I am the knight. Ah. <laughs> oh. That's yeah, cool. I, yeah, these figures actually are, are growing on me. I'm not gonna like have like a gazillion of them. But I figure, you know, being sort of a mark for Moon Knight, um, you know, yeah. Uh, I've got the other one. It's like one of those where you're like, oh, so something we can look for. Is there's two previous Marvel Legends Moon Knights. One has a black bodysuit. One has a silver bodysuit. So I've seen the black bodysuit, and I've never seen the silver one. So I might look around for that. See, you know, it's it's weird because um, you know when the comic shows come here. Uh, you can't find any books. <laughs> you can't find any trades. Uh, you know, because even those half price, you know, bins aren't there. Um, when you go looking for toys, it's uh, predominantly pops or um, a shit ton of those um, McFarland DC figures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just not a whole lot of I don't know variation. Yeah, and that's the worst part. I get it. It's what sells, but um, you know, somebody needs to take a chance, right? <laughs> I know that's why I'm hesitant to go this weekend because I'm like, I'll just be disappointed, probably. But but you never I don't know. know. Let's see if Connor wants to go with me. Um, depending on the price of admission, because you basically, yeah. how much do I want to pay to shop? Exactly. Because I'm not going to stand in line to get pictures made with George Takai or James Wong. So, I and they, well, that are, are the nerds. Apparently, it's the uh, Revenge of the Nerds. So, Booger will be here and Ogre. No. And, no. and, Car- and Carradine. So, yeah, I don't need that. No, I got. Um, Was Timothy you know, Bus still like- busy? Shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, um, what was it? Why one year I took a copy of uh, Princess Bride mm. because they had Chris Randon, Gary Ewell's, uh fuck, uh, Wallace, Sean Sh- Wallace, Wallace, yeah, Sean. Wallace Sean, yeah. whatever. Um, and I stood in line and got the books signed by that. And Chris That's Randon, cool. was, Chris Randon was really cool because he goes, "How do you want me to sign it?" And I was like, uh skip to the end so he <laughs> writes skip to the end and then sign the back <laughs> the nice because we were talking about it and uh and you know 
he, we were talking and we got on the subject of baseball and uh, I said, yeah, I go, so the Royals beat such and such and the White Sox. I was like, yeah, it couldn't happen to a nicer team. He's like, not a White Sox fan. now. I guess I saw them at Yankee Stadium because that was really cool because it's actually how I met my wife. Um, the, the producer of the show that I was in had a box at Yankee Stadium. And so I, I took her this and it was the Yankees and the White Sox and they 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 beat the hell out of the White Sox. He goes, and that, that may be why she's with me. And I was like, really? And not the fact that you are the pumpkin king? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> nice. Okay, skip to the end, Chris. <laughs> it's the Adam Baldwin theory. Bring up something else. And see what it does. Yep. So, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Um, well, I was going to say, I've, I've gone early and not just there's nobody that I want to stand in line for to get their autograph or to, to get a picture with them. No, it would be kind of funny to take a copy of, uh, of, uh, blood sport and get ogre to sign it since he's in that. Oh Jesus. That guy. Yeah. John Matuzak. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> Cross Nerds. your eyes. <laughs> Will Ted McGinley be there? <laughs> No, he, wait. So you said you you said you watched Ted Lasso. Do you have Apple TV now, or did you? We got it just to watch Ted Lasso. Oh, I was gonna say because if you've still got it, shrinking is worth a worth a watch. And the only okay, uh, Ted McGinley's in it. Oh, by the way, but okay. uh, I've heard but shrinking is good. It's we we pretty well binge that. It's only like ten episodes. It's one season. Uh, really, really well done. Really okay, well done. good to go. Good to go. Harrison Ford's likely going to get an Emmy. Nice, nice. So, uh, it's pretty much <laughs> Harrison Ford. We treat you right. It's curmudgeon Harrison Ford, and it's curmudgeon in India. This extra curmudgeon was <laughs> an extra side of curmudgeon with smothered in curmudgeon sauce. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, was, it was one episode, and this is not going to ruin anything for you. But somebody said. Oh, I know what to Jason Siegel. He said, Oh, I know what your dick looks like. And I looked at Laura and said, We all know what his dick looks like. We've seen Saving Sarah Silverman. <laughs> or forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah her. Marshall. We've yeah. all seen his dick. We all know what it looks like, unfortunately. And Sarah Silverman, she's done the full Monty. She has. You know, we were joking about like in failure to launch where Terry Bradshaw has his naked room. Yeah. So now the babe's out. My wife is like, well, maybe we should convert the babe cave, which used to be my office, back into like a room we use and kick her out. And I was like, we're going the full Bradshaw. Yes, baby! <laughs> and was that greeted with the response I feel that it was greeted with? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's about right. Oh, come on. We got the house to ourselves. It's like, you have a whole room in the basement to do that. It's like, fine. I go, if you okay. come down there and I'm full Bradshaw, you've got to join. It's <laughs> 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 the rules of, that, of the cave. And I mean, now, I, I think we should try and get that into common usage. The Full Bradshaw? The full Bradshaw for getting naked. <laughs> Gonna go the full Bradshaw. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And in fact, <laughs> that may be the title of the episode. <laughs> go in the full Bradshaw. Yeah. 
I had some other things written down, but uh, I'm liking that one. <laughs> I, had, I had see you in the sales pavilion. Mm, nice. <laughs> he, <sighs> he brought a coterie of lackeys. <laughs> and of course, the Moist Lebowski. The Moist Lebowski. <laughs> coterie of lackeys. I, I think that's my favorite uh, Robichaux novel. <laughs> It's the one where he went to Butte La Rose, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Somebody asked me, like Frank asked me about the Arby's burning down, and I was trying to explain to him. I go, that's 45 minutes away, or three sentences if you're a Dave <laughs> Robichaux novel. He goes, what? I go, it's like three sentences to, to, New York, to, to Baton Rouge on one side and three sentences to New Orleans on the other. I go, those are 45-minute long drives. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, so whenever he just hops in the car and buzzes on down to some coon-ass joint in Lafayette, it's like, that's not like, a, that's not like an afternoon. I mean, that's a whole half-a-day trip right there. <laughs> And why Swallow isn't up his ass about using department resources to spend them at some coon ass joint in Lafayette. <laughs> it's really out of your jurisdiction there, big nobleman. <laughs> nobleman, yeah. <laughs> Come on, streak. Yeah. Helen Sw- Swallow? Swallow, yes. Swallow? Yes, you are correct. You got your Man. Cajun pronunciation pronunciations correct. Damn, Skiffy. That's like, do you, do you ever like see when they talk about Je- Justin Herbert and go, hey, bear. Abear, yes. it's fucking Abear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've we've done a full hour and a half with that uh, makes up for whatever we did the last time. Yes. <laughs> that that uh, that would <laughs> what we did last time would not be legal in most states at this point. Um. Oh, hello. Oh. Political joke. Hey there. Ew. <laughs> and politics are a joke anymore. Yes, I don't even want to get started. We don't even talk about the indictment, and let's just not. It's long overdue. And, and you know, I, I would imagine if you're a Trump attorney, you'd be like, yeah, Judge, we uh, we actually request a, a gag order on this. <laughs> Please, for the Shut love of God. Shut him off. Just make it worse for him to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he's doing quite a job of that. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't really need my help. I don't no, think. it's like caught him in part all in Fox News, and he's just like, "Well, I took them. Well, they could have asked. Well, they did. Well, they didn't give me enough time. They gave you two and a half years. Well, all they had to do was ask. They issued a subpoena, <laughs> and you moved the boxes and lied. Well, I had to go through them. It's like and I'm a busy man. <laughs> His lawyer is just like. <laughs> I fucking can't do this. <laughs> That's why he keeps going through lawyers like handy wipes. <laughs> He's going to end up with a public defender at some point. Probably some, deserves. You know, it's, yeah, some kid two years out of law school trying to make a name for himself. He's working for free anyway. So. I, I, I don't know. The only reason at this point to take that job is for the book you can write <laughs> later. It's the only reason to take that job. <laughs> no, the no. only reason. Okay. Can I keep the tapes? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I transcribe this shit, there no one's gonna believe it. <laughs> They're gonna file this in the fiction section. There's no way. <laughs> I need the tapes to keep it out of fiction. <laughs> These are some fantastic claims. Roll tape. <laughs> <laughs>
The man's Wait. got that little golden retriever next to him. Just roll Wait, that he, beautiful bean. He actually <laughs> said it? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not some AI-generated chat bot, right? He really said that? That's I mean, going to be his next claim. I was a victim of AI. I, I never said that. Just AI. AI, powerful stuff, as you know. It's even the computers are out to get me. Your favorite president. It was Steve Apple. Steve Apple. (laughs) You know, whenever you're like on social media and you see a tweet from him and you're just kind of like going, I am 80% sure this is fake. (laughs) (laughs) I used to think so, but now at this point. And now you look at him going, yeah, I, I, I'm really not sure. I want to say uh, there was a time where I said this isn't real. And now you're like, yeah, it's real close. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got our choice of doddering old men for president. Is that where we're at? Pretty much. Or crazy Bob Kennedy. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yes. <laughs> 5G uh, loosens the blood-brain barrier so your toxins can poison your head. This is like from the the interview. And Joe Rogan goes, well, how does it do that? And Bob Kennedy's like, oh, I'm no expert. (laughs) 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 I love that his wife is like, this is not me. Um, I'd still like to work, please. Oh, his wife is famous, too, isn't she? Cheryl Hines. Yeah, she was on. There we uh, go. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh my was, god! She was so she's used to being the wife of a crazy person because she worked with Larry David for years. So. <laughs> I'm not happy with the color of my skin. <laughs> Just kind of beigey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no expert, but uh... five G. The water turns frogs gay, and probably us too. What the fuck are you drinking? <laughs> Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I don't have anything on my desk because the thing I was waiting for did not get here. Oh, but I will have, I believe next time we will have, I will save it. We'll do an, un- I'm not sure if I can save it till then because I want to see it when it gets here. But uh, we will, de- we not be, may not be doing an unboxing, but we may be taking it out of the package when we, when we next we meet. Okay. Funko Blacklight Mothra. Ooh, I've seen the glam. It's like I think uh, Funko's done Blacklight way too much, but I may get Mothra just because. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find Etrigan? I can't find him. I found him. Uh, I found him here in town at a place called Vintage Stock. Okay, he's he's a PX exclusive. I think he's PX. Okay, so you might find him in like specialty comic comic shop. I, we would have no problem finding him in in San Diego. Yeah, I, I probably because I have I have the Justice League animated Etrigan mm-hmm. right there. I have the McFarlane Etrigan there. So, which is a hulking beast of a toy. <laughs> it is. I really need to take <laughs> him out of the box and put him over here so he's visible. But uh, yeah. no, he's a, he's a cool look, and he's a cool pop. And I, I did find the Blacklight Chase. It's such a great character design. 
it really now he would be awesome in the Kirby the Kirby style of figures because he well, would that's the, the hip out pose and he just mm. looked like a jumping monkey everywhere. <laughs> well, I that's I will tell you. The, be, yeah, the Jack Kirby jumping monkey pose. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> monkey on a hot plate. <laughs> Crouching tiger jumping monkey. <laughs> monkey on a hot plate. <laughs> Does that excite you, Jeffrey? <laughs> Did I talk about the jumping monkey? How did you, how did you die? You <laughs> laughing at the, the monkey in the hot place. Uh, it sounds like a Jackie Treehorn production. Um, or, or Tennessee Williams, lesser known plays, monkey on a hot plate. <laughs> It was an early draft. It's an early draft. Got on a hot tin room. Uh, I was going to say, I <laughs> the the one Kirby written book that I've not had the balls to jump into yet is his run of the the original run of of the demon, because reading the the rhyming demon gets really tiresome. Oh my god! A whole <laughs> like run of episode. Oh, that would hurt. Because <laughs> I read Matt Wagner did like a like a four issue miniseries like sometime, and I read that a while back. And by the time I got to issue four, I'm like, I can't translate this shit in my head anymore. My it's head hurting. Hurts. It does. Just, can he not talk anymore, please? <laughs> so yeah, Jack Kirby doing iambic pentameter scares me. Ugh. Oh man! Oh, you know, I ever send you a picture. I may have posted it. Shakespeare in the Park is this week, okay. and I was asked. Uh, it's the oh, one yeah, ad, the, the hot rod, the hot rod. Yes, the 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 bard rod or hot bard or whatever it's <laughs> rat bard is what I was calling it. Bardacuda, Bardacuda in a, <laughs> in, a, in a Pontiac Tempest. He's got the 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 thirteen pool ball shifter because. <laughs> They're like, why is it not? I go, it was going to be a skull, but that's a different play. Um, <laughs> 12, that's a different play. Yeah, and he's got the tongue hanging out. <laughs> Sunglasses. Full rat on. Thing, huh? <laughs> if I had done full rat thing, I'd have bugged his eyes out, but I decided to scale it back a little bit. These are cultured people. <laughs> I should have worked. Hashtag culture bitches real small. <laughs> in your signature, in your bones. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, that was actually fun. I'm I'm waiting to hear reactions from the you know. Oh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors. Why is Shakespeare in a hot rod? <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? At least he's not, you know. So, all right. Shall we call this one? I think so. An hour and 40 minutes is a pretty good time. <laughs> we definitely made up for the last one. <laughs> we have actually even burned some goodwill. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, there's right. people listening in France. Trebuchet, amigos. As always. I always thought it'd be, it'd be funny if, like, babe were to come back and go, yeah, I stay with his family. And they tune in your podcast. I'd be like, you found them. Are they nice? That would be amazing. <laughs> That would be just the best thing ever. All right. <laughs> Episode 61 of Slurp Toaster Podcast. This time with brought to you with limited technical glitches. Limited technical interruptions. <laughs> we will see y'all in a bit. Until then, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And that's all, folks. 
Bye. July, and then we would actually be at San Diego. <laughs>